0: Hello and welcome to Jack's Mysteries and Facts. Today we might not have a mystery because I've ran out of all my mysteries, but we will be ha- that means we'll be having more facts about animals and dinosaurs today. Well, let's get started with the show. Um, so the animal today that we are going to be talking about. Is a cicada. Cicadas are actually very cool. This year, we're going to be experiencing Brood 10. Just kidding. I don't actually know what Brood 10 is, but I've been hearing about it. But anyways, cicadas make holes in the ground. And this year, we're going to be experiencing the periodical cicadas. The periodical cicadas are the ones that only come out every 17 years, including this year. And the average cicadas come out every year. And the periodical cicadas come out in places like Maryland, Baltimore, and a lot more. I just said Maryland's in Baltimore because that's where I live. But um anyways, cicadas are really cool to see when they're full grown. And especially cool to see when, when they're just coming out of their shedding. They slowly start to change color. It's cool. Um, but you probably have seen cicada exoskeletons. And an exoskeleton is what most beetles have. Like the Hercules beetle. You probably don't know what a Hercules beetle is. A Hercules beetle usually lives in the rainforest. And these Hercules beetles, if they were as big as us, They could lift up a whole building. That's how strong they are. But they're strong enough to pick up something that's five times their weight, kind of like an ant that can also pick up something that's ten times its weight. And cicadas are actually related to bed bugs, which is very cool. And cicadas have claws to help them climb up things. And their wings, at first, they're very shriveled up and they can't fly. But then after a little bit, they will be able to fly. Um, cicadas can be sometimes hard to find, but... There will be a lot of noise this year, just warning you. So, cicadas are really cool. I like to, um, when you find an exoskeleton of a cicada, pick it up and just look at it closely. Sometimes you'll find ants inside of the cicada shell compensating it. That means they're doing their part in eating dead things and other stuff. I, yeah, it's kind of disgusting. Um, but cicadas are really cool. Sometimes they bump into you because they're kind of lazy flyers. Um, they aren't really very great with their vision. But, um, now I'm going to start talking about the settlers with cicadas. They thought they were giant flies. And all they met, made singing noises and yelling noises and all that stuff. The Indians, on the other hand, they just, well, this is going to be a little disgusting, but ate them. You may eat cicadas, but I doubt it. Not many people eat cicadas anymore. But during the time of the Bible, they d- they did start calling them locusts, which I think might be what John the Baptist ate. And another thing is when the plagues of Egypt happened, Maybe the loc Maybe the locusts were really th- the c- the cicadas. Sorry, forget what they are called there for a minute. But um the Bible probably has a lot to do with the. Okay, well, the Bible has a lot to do with locusts, which might be actually cicadas. But we don't know because we weren't alive then. Um, but it is cool to see a cicada shedding from its old skin. It's not exactly the same as a snake shedding from its old skin, but almost the same. Um, except they don't rub on stuff to get their skin off. But if you see a cicada, try and leave it alone. Um, but you can look at it with the chance that you get. Well, now let's look at dinosaurs. Today's dinosaur is going to be an ankylosaurus. An ankylosaurus is a big dinosaur with a club-like tail. And this club-like tail helped fight off predators like the Giganotosaurus. And I know you don't know what the Giganotosaurus is. The Giganotosaurus was actually bigger than the T-Rex. It had a small brain, though. The T-Rex had a bigger brain. And the T-Rex was smarter. Bigger the brain, the smarter. But the um, the Giganotosaurus was very big, and its brain was very small, about the size of um, a marble, the same with a stegosaurus. They have a brain also the size of a, mar- a marble. And the ankylosaurus, some people actually no, those are two different dinosaurs. Never mind. Um, but ankylosaurus's tail was very powerful and could maybe break bones from the triceratops or T. Rex. And I'm assuming you know what a T. Rex is. Most people think of the T-Rex, the king of the dinos. And um you might have heard my sister say, yes, they are. But, um, there isn't really a king dinosaur, but the T-Rex definitely is a cool dinosaur. Okay, well, anyways, I forgot to tell you in the introduction, we're also going to be talking a little bit about, what we're going to be talking about is a mako shark. A mako shark is obviously a shark that lives underwater. All sharks live in underwater. Um, but... Mako sharks are very, very fast. They're as fast as a speedboat. Mako sharks are also very good hunters. They swim sometimes in packs, pods. I don't know what you call them. call them really anything because I don't know what they're called when the mako sharks migrate to get more food, or when there are food shortages. Um, But that is true. They do actually swim in packs or whatever. I told you I don't know what they are called. But um, they like to eat tuna. And they also like to eat sardines. Sardines are a type of fish. They're very small and fast like the mako shark, but the mako shark usually catches them. And it'll also go after sailfish. Sailfish are like the swordfish, and their sail is made to swim through the water. Streamline like so that they can go very fast. As faster, maybe even faster than the mako shark. The mako shark can go up to like 40 miles an hour, but the sailfish can go, v- is the fastest sea animal. The cheetah is the fastest land animal, and the peregrine falcon is the fastest sky animal or bird as you would probably say. And now we're going to be talking a little bit like as one of the fastest animals, the peregrine falcon. The peregrine falcon is obviously a falcon that will live in cities and even cliffs. The cliffs is where um, peregrine falcons like to put their nests. And buildings in the city are just like cliffs. So they can put their nests there. But if you live in a city and see a Peregrine falcon nest, please stop people from cleaning that area of the building. Because if they do, they'll wipe away. They'll wipe away the nest. And peregrine falcons are really cool to see. They dive at 60 miles per hour. Um, I've never seen one. Oh, wait, I forgot. It was 200 miles an hour. That's faster than a cheetah runs. A cheetah runs 60, mi- 60 miles an hour. But um, cheetahs now is what we're going to be talking about. Um, I did them in order of speed, almost in order of speed, because the peregrine falcon would be first in line, then the sailfish, and then the cheetah. The cheetah is a big cat that lives in Africa and some parts of Asia. Cheetahs go up to 54 miles per hour. I know that's wrong with what I said earlier, but... It's true. Um. Anyways, what we're going to be talking about after the cheetah is the African wild dog. Cheetahs have spots to help them blend in with their surroundings, kind of like a leopard. And now on to African wild dogs. African wild dogs catch 90% of their food. They're also spotted, but they used to be all around Africa but now they aren't. And if you see a wild dog, please take a picture. Well, an African wild dog, please take a picture and send it to a range, a wildlife ranger that is in Africa. I won't tell you who because I don't know any wildlife rangers in Africa. Um, But anyways, African wild dogs used to be all around Africa. And now they're very rare. We hardly know what happened to African wild dogs. And by we, I mean scientists who study African wild dogs. But that's going to be the end of the podcast. Please visit Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. And I'll see you next time.